welcome back. Uh, this is Columbus. Uh, this is my week. We're doing paranormal talk. So uh, if you don't like spooky stuff, uh, you know, this is going to be censored because it does talk about real hauntings. So if you are sensitive to that stuff, I would probably skip to like minute 30 or 40. <laughs> and uh, so this week it's just going to be me, again, Columbus, and cat so <laughs> hopefully everyone's had a good two weeks since uh we've been on here because uh, last week was our break yep so i found the uss hornet it says shame and disappointment keeps a sour spirit in the brig lights out for the overnight guest is obeyed therefore spectral there are spectral enforcers. Spirits go about their duties, helping the living, even without a head. The ER is still mm -hmm. a sacred, serious space. Disrespect equals spectral discipline. You can rent time on the par on the uh, ship, like paranormal groups can. Mm -hmm. So you can have the ship to yourself so that you can try to contact spirits who stay there. I oh. want to do that so bad. Yeah, we need to do that. That's amazing. The USS Hornets, 27 years of service, more than 300 people lost their lives aboard the ship. So we do like a paranormal ghosty thing. Mm -hmm. We're going to have lots of people to talk to. Yes. It's <laughs> great. Majority claimed during combat others from horrendous shipboard accidents, still others from suicide. The spirits who reside or visit in the U.S. air carrier have become part of this new USS Hornet nonprofit organization and like to help the living while enjoying their memories, enjoying being with spirit buddies and working through their pain and restlessness as well. As far as the USS Hornet goes, sailors have walked onto the aircrafts, sailors have purposely walked into the aircraft's spinning props. Yeah. been sucked into air intakes, blown off decks by their exhaust, dropped ordnance has exploded, burning and maiming sailors, snapping flight arrest cables are known to have decapitated at least three men on the USS Hornet. Do you know what an, an arrest cable is? I know what it is. No, I don't think okay. I do. I, um, I think I have an idea, but I might be wrong. At one point in my life, I was, like, super, super obsessed with the Navy. <laughs> so I learned everything I possibly could. Especially with aircraft carriers. I don't know why. Um, weird. Anyway. So, for the aircraft carriers, there's a cable that runs extremely tight across the ship. And when those planes land, it catches onto that hook, and that's what helps it slow down so it doesn't go off the ship. Oh. So they're pulled so tightly that sometimes when they malfunction, they snap, and they can kill you instantly. Oh. So some of the spirits that are on there, it says male spirits without heads have been seen walking around the area, going about their duties. Who needs a head to obey orders anyway? Uh, <laughs> spirit of a flyboy 
isn't one to feel sorry for himself. He keeps himself busy, recently opening and slamming hatches and other chores, enjoys laughing and talking with other spirits. Captured Japanese pilot. There's always one in every crowd who's a negative presence. He's still in the brig that is located off the flight deck. He is unhappy, spirit. He's mad at himself. He's shown the living his feelings by probably throwing papers, moving stuff, giving off negative energy, and no matter how he tries to relieve his disgrace, he can't change it. Girl Scouts found that out firsthand. One Girl Scout junior crew member was on the third tier on the sleeping bunks. No one was under her. After quote-unquote lights out was called, she continued to read with her lamp. When she turned it out and got ready to go to sleep, you know, she was pushed in the back from under her bunk. So she's on the top reading her book. She's got her lamp on. And underneath her, they're like bunk beds. Underneath her, she's feeling a hand that's shoving up on her. She looked and saw in the corner of the room a white light and two spectral sailors scrutinizing her. One said to the other, watch that one. Four Girl Scouts were in a room with bunks. As they got into their bunks, a spectral sailor wearing a khaki uniform appeared as a see-through presence in the middle of the room. One of them threw something at him. The stuff flew through him before he disappeared. When lights out was called to all, uh, the girls turned on their reading lamps. Five minutes later, an unseen presence went around and turned off all of the reading lamps by themselves. Spirits of old medical staff and patients relived their struggles experience there. An apparition of a patient was spotted lying on a bunk in a sick, sick bay. A white mist was seen hovering around the x-ray machine. Two spirits were seen in the surgery wing. One spirit was holding his wounded, dying friend's head, who was a pilot. Got back to mine as well. <laughs> so... Now I got one that has an actual description. So uh, I picked Cafe Margarita. And this is Ooh. in Tombstone, Arizona. Something I can pronounce. Woo! <laughs> well, that's kind of exciting, actually, because that's not too far from California. So we can hit them both on the way. Yeah. I love California. Oh, my God. I miss California. Oh, so beautiful there. And everyone's so nice. <laughs> so um so we're gonna go through the history first so the history of cafe margarita which is um so in this spot an adobe was built in 1880 you know i probably said that wrong but that's okay and opened as a restaurant and boarding house in 1881, Joseph, whew, I'm going to really fudge this up, uh, Pasholi, and an Irish immigrant by the name of Nellie Cashman, a part-time prospector, bought the place and opened their own restaurant and boarding house, a lodging house with spring mattresses, a reading room, and one of the largest dining rooms in tombstone you know what back in 1881 spring mattresses were probably the shit <laughs> probably because they're so used to sleeping on dirt 
Yeah, and like straw and yeah, just not the first spring matches and be like, Thou art heaven to my body. And now we're like, ooh, springs. This has like springs. springs. Ew, you're still sleeping springs. It's like, you know how bad those are for your back? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You've never just... heard of a Sealy mattress? Oh my God. That just now like reminds you... me. Like, I just can't believe how far we've come. I know. And how much like, we take for imagine... granted. Can you imagine, like, you go over like back then to somebody's house and they have a spring mattress and it's just the mattress it's not even a box spring yeah it's just the mattress and like some wood planks yeah now if we go into somebody's house and they have that we're like mm, peace bye <laughs> i'm yeah. headed home you don't even have a bed frame <laughs> yeah because like i mean i bet like like the rich rich had mattresses you know what i mean like yeah like kings and queens like in the like I mean, I'm guessing, you know, maybe I should (laughs) maybe look it up. We have never even tried to like look into because who really thinks about mattresses? (laughs) (laughs) But you know, why would we? We know everything. Why would we look it up? We're millennials. We don't look up our information. Yeah, for real. Okay, let's see. We just wait for the internet to tell us we're wrong. (laughs) The first mattress. (laughs) <laughs> i know like oh, some people my god i know some people used to take like these material and like sew it together and stuff it full of rags and that would be their mattress as well okay so listen up here history of the mattresses they're about seventy-seven thousand years old by the way jesus christ <laughs> i mean i'm sure he didn't have one but <laughs> So, the very first mattress is believed to have been invented about 77,000 years ago by those living in a region of South Africa. Uh, Here they constructed mattresses which came to be about a foot thick and an impressive 22 feet long. Why? Well, maybe they like all slept together. Go ahead and read your thing i'm gonna find out okay i'm still reading on mattresses by the way okay um so really this is in la times by the way old bets could be a nightmare really um (laughs) it's a texas king oh it figures everything's bigger in texas yeah for starters a texas king is much larger measuring eight inches wider and 14 inches longer than a california king well, I'll take a California over Texas, so. Well, there's more. <laughs> there's also an Alaskan king, which oh. is 24 inches longer than the California. Well, I'll still take the Alaska one over the Texas one, then. Yeah, I'm going to take Alaska's. Because I don't like Texas. <laughs> I mean, I'm literally from Texas. <laughs> I know. So, I can actually say that. But I just, I don't like Texas. They're laws are stupid so you have a Wait, governor what? their laws are fucking all their stupid. laws okay on my end you cut out a little bit so oh. it like you said walls and i'm like what's different from their walls <laughs> down there <laughs> well, <laughs> most of them actually 
uh, a lot of them are plaster and concrete, so there's that. But it's because it's so hot and shit. Yeah, it keeps them cooler. So, I mean, no, I mean, there are places, obviously, that do use, like, drywall and stuff. But they're actually, like, down there, there's a lot of, like I said, like, plaster, concrete, this other stuff. I forget what it's called. And a lot of places have tile floor instead of carpet. So, I mean, like, you also have, like, carpet, like, in your living room. But it's, like, everywhere else, you don't really have that much carpet because... I, I don't know why. It's just not a thing down there. But they'll, they'll, there's like some random areas that will have carpet in the bathrooms. And I just don't understand that at all. That's gross. I hate carpet in bathrooms. Yeah, I don't uh, know where like going thought that was some a good ADHD idea. stuff. Hi, baby. My cat, one of my cats came over. I was going to say hey, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. I can see I'm unwanted in this situation. You are watching. Nothing new. <laughs> Nothing new. Always second choice. So in past centuries, mattresses were made from corn husks, straw, or other lumpy materials that were stuffed into a cloth bag. Tightly strung ropes that had to be tightened regularly supported the mattress. By the mid-1800s, wooden slats were used. Um, it was not until the 1860s that box springs were used. So there's that. And then let's see here. What were beds like in the 1700s? So in the 18th century, while beds were still usually made of wood, metal bed frames were starting to become popular as well. Cotton stuffed mattresses replaced down or hay. So I guess like feathers or hay. Although they were still suspended in the bed frame with a system of wool straps or ropes. Okay. Huh. Oh, I see. Because, okay, so they must have tied ropes to, like, the actual frame itself and then put, like, their mattress on it because I guess they didn't have, like, wood planks under it. So, because, like, that's what they were saying, like, in the mid-1800s, that's when wooden slats were used. Stuff underneath. To be yeah, honest. I don't know why it took them so long to figure out you can put wood under there. <sighs> Yeah, I don't get that either. Uh, I mean, maybe rope was just more accessible, but I feel like if you're already chopping down trees. Yeah. Um, you had to make the bed frame. I mean, you don't have to make it pretty. You can save time. <laughs> it's underneath the bed, so no one's yeah. going to know. It's so worth it getting a good mattress. That's all I can say. Yeah. And my cats lay with me, and it's just great. We just have, like, a cuddle session. And I'm just like, yep, I'm not leaving. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, mine doesn't lay with me. She lays on me. And it's summer, and I don't have an air conditioner in my room, and it Ew. is hot. You need to get one. They're, like, like they're like on sale right now, like, $130 or $140 at Walmart. You should go get one. <laughs> so you don't die, because I don't want you to die. I love you. <laughs> that's comforting. So. So that's been um, the podcast, guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah. <laughs> we just did on that note. We just. Uh, Tune in next week to see if I live. <laughs> like, okay, it's been way too hot. I'm like, I. Oh, I know. It's let me just say this. Like, everyone else is like always so excited for summer. And I'm like, so not excited like, for summer. 
I get excited, but it just because uh, winter's over. That's it. See, I hate snow. And then, like, the first three days of it being anything over the temperature of 72, I want to go to fall. I was talking, but I don't think you could hear me. No, I couldn't. I just thought you were trying to be quiet so I'd stay focused. <laughs> no, I was like... you were going to. I was like, we're going to take a break. And then you kept talking. I was like, oh, okay. I yeah, like, I didn't hear okay, that. We're going to take a break real quick. And then you kept going. I'm like, um... We go, we're going to take a break. <laughs> You're like, so about the Adobe, I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to end this episode and then <laughs> start the new one. All right, go ahead. Yeah, I really did not hear anything. So I don't know. It might just be my connection on my end. But like I said, I just thought you were being really silent, so I wouldn't get distracted anymore. Yeah, I kept trying to talk, and you kept talking, and I'm like, okay. Like, never mind. <laughs> never mind, you go ahead. Meanwhile. Oh, man, she's super focused this time. She's not even responding. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> she's like... Okay, she's hyper focused. That's great. <laughs> we, um, we might actually get this done. <laughs> oh, righty. So, in this spot, oh an Adobe was built in 1880 and opened as a restaurant and boarding house. Um, in 1881, Joseph. Pasholi and an Irish immigrant by the name of Nellie Cashman, a part-time prospector, bought the place and opened their own restaurant and boarding house, a lodging house with spring mattresses, a reading room, and one of the largest dining rooms in Tombstone. Nellie had many gifts and talents. She made a living while prospecting for Silver herself, she also was terrific at fundraising. As soon as she settled in, she raised money for a new hospital, among other things needed as a caring society. Uh, the hospital opened in 1881. Nellie was a gifted businesswoman, a tremendous cook with high standards for the restaurant and the rooms. When her widowed sister and her nieces and nephews came to Tombstone, she took them in and opened up another business, a hotel. She ran with or she ran that with her sister. Her sisters eventually oh her sister eventually died of T B in Tombstone. Nellie mm -hmm. was called the Angel of Tombstone. As she took care of down and out miners, she also had strong conscience and wasn't afraid of comfort or afraid to confront those who had bad ethics. Five outlaws who were doomed to be hung because of the murdering spree they went on mm -hmm. sat in the tombstone jail. Nellie visited them in jail and converted them all to faith before they died by hanging. A local man saw the opportunity to make some money from their hanging. He built a observation stand and sold tickets to watch the hangings of all five men. After exhausting her legal ways to stop this, Nellie turned to convert turned to convert actions. Nellie called upon 
all of her numerous mining friends for a favor before the hanging that was scheduled to happen the next day. The miners tore down the observation stand with gusto. Hmm. No one pressed charges as everyone who bought tickets admired her. So for all the good work she had done in Tombstone. A variety of lawmen rented rooms here such as Sheriff John Slater. Oh, Slaughter, I meant. John Slaughter, that's a heck of a name. <laughs> um, who was the head lawman for the <sighs> Coach Highs County? Okay, manifestations slash where the hauntings are. So a variety of spirits very much like the rebuilt Adobe and make personal appearances as well as a as amuse themselves in other ways as unseen presence. So they have the general activity, which is electric lights have a mind of their own, being an irresistible temptation to a uh, resident. I almost said restaurant because they mentioned restaurants so many damn times. <laughs> Anyways, an older male spirit. So dressed in an old-fashioned black suit, perhaps he is formal owner. This spirit is this friendly gentleman um, astounded the cooking staff and waitresses when he appeared and sauntered into the kitchen perhaps to check upon the food um there's a solid spirit couple um this spirit couple of a man and woman dressed in the late 1800s in fine western clothing walked or floated into the restaurant they looked like living people solid form with all their parts including their feet uh the waitress thought that they were re-encounters as she came to take their order the two would-be patrons had melted into the air um, imagine her surprise uh, strange noises crashing sounds and even muted voices have also been reported by the living cold spots suddenly appear with no natural explanation to them uh, we got another one that says an unknown female spirit wants to be noticed by the living staff and owner some think that she is uh, is, a, is a murder victim. Um, a female spirit has been seen floating around the restaurant. She moves items around to her liking. This female spirit can be playful. She does little pranks and jokes to let jokes let the living know that she is still there. Um, the last one, this female spirit gets annoyed with the living patrons who don't believe in spirits. When patrons misbehave and laugh at the idea that spirits are there, look out. Such a foolish couple sat down for a meal after scoffing that the restaurant was haunted. A jar of mustard mysteriously fell over the lap of the one guest. Oops. So yeah, so that's about it on that one. Again, this is the Cafe Margarita in Tombstone, Arizona. Um, okay, so what do you want to move on to now? Johnny Depp. Okay. He won his trial. I know, I'm so excited. Me too. Like, I don't understand she was saying, especially... When she tried to counter sue him. Yeah. Her double. And even like Johnny has like literally said he's like, Yeah, it's not even about the money. It's like, like pretty much like clearing his name and mm -hmm. shit. And 
Because, I mean, he lost a lot of, like, contracts over that stupid shit. Oh, yeah. Like, he lost a ton. I wonder why they only settled on 15 mil. Or maybe he just, again, well, I mean, I guess he just really doesn't care. I don't know, but, like, as I was hearing the, uh, I went back through and I watched it, and as I was hearing the jurors come back with their verdict, it was unanimous. He is 100% telling the truth. If they could come to that conclusion on their own without any inside interference, like, who was she thinking she was going to fool? I'm just glad she didn't win, because I just don't like her, like, as a person. No. Honestly, I've never really liked her. Yeah. I didn't like her acting in Aquaman. And I can honestly say that's the only thing I know her from. I think that's the only thing anyone knows her from. And to be honest, I didn't know she was Mira in Aquaman until this trial started. Mm-hmm. All I knew is that the person they chose to be Mira was a terrible actress. I mean, Kristen Stewart's Bella from Twilight was better acting. She just plays in a lot of, like, military and, like, action. So I was like, I wonder if she has, like, some type of, like, previous experience. You know what I mean? Like, some type of background. Because, like, for example, um, oh, my God, I love him. I don't (laughs) Why can I not think of his name at the moment? Is beyond me. Uh, one second. What do you play in? Star Wars. <laughs> Adam. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's him. Uh, yeah, yeah, Adam Driver. He was in the military, and like yeah, a lot of his in. like movies are like military based. Yeah, fighting yeah. military and stuff like that. <laughs> I know, like, Star Wars isn't exactly, like, military, but it is, like, honestly, like, military, just, like, futuristic, or... I don't really know how you would portray Star Wars, because it's, like, old, but new at the same time. Like, as in, like, the way that they live their lives, I'm saying. Yeah. Because, like, they, uh... I mean, I would consider it a military movie. Yeah. Like a science fiction military movie because yeah. it's I mean, I mean it's about... they have an entire freaking federation. So I mean Yeah. And they're literally like fighting against each other. So. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you knew this or not. Well, okay. Okay. The Walmart are you still there? Yeah. Okay, I was making sure because it we went like super silent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the Walmart in like that your brother used to work at. Did they have, like, hired security there? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if it was just, like, my Walmart that does that or not. Yeah. Um, uh, what's called um, loss prevention. That's what they call their security. And, like, were they also outside in their cars, too? No. See, we have actual, like, a security, like, an outsourced security. Well, I mean, we have, like, cops that come up. And they check every once in a while. Well, we and have those just, too. But as far as security goes, it's loss prevention. And it's literally guys and sometimes girls, depending on who they hire, that just walk around in plain clothes for eight hours. Oh, wow. Watching people. 
So you have no idea who in the store. I mean, I do because I've been there so many times. I've yeah. seen them go after people. But uh, yeah, they they just walk around in plain clothes and they pretend that they're shopping for eight hours a day. At least you know. At least you'll know like what you want after you're done. Your Walmart does. Oh, like we have like actually like outsourced like security. Uh, that really have like patrol cars and everything that really sit in like the fire zone and everything, and like they'll they, I mean they really look like cops, but they're security, you know. Mm-hmm. And then we also have the actual local police department that also comes up and does their rounds as well because i guess like we just have like a lot of theft i guess i don't know like major theft like people have really carried out tv somehow i don't understand it i don't get it but whatever i don't either i think that's (laughs) why they started checking receipts when you go to leave and you have those big items and i remember seeing like how a bunch of people would stop and like get really angry and start recording and say well this is racism and all this stuff like no it's not you have a bunch of stuff in your buggy that isn't bagged and it looks yeah. suspicious if you're innocent why are you fighting just let them check your receipt and move along like it's stupid they stop me yeah. sometimes when i go up there and i'm like yeah go right ahead if it makes your job easier and gets me out of here faster, you look all you want. Yeah. So, I guess, so, we have this thing, it's called, like, Crime Stoppers, and they, uh, like, they'll post of, like, any footage of around, like, from businesses of people, like, that shoplifted or did, like, a robbery and stuff, you know? And, or even, like, house footages, too, like, from, like, the ring cameras. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, I guess there was, like, this girl who, that was, uh, like, she's retail theft, and they posted a picture. And, let me see here, footage, photographs, like, actors involved, a female, female actor involved, invite, please. Anyway, so someone posted was like, um, she's like, I don't get why they didn't just stop her. Like, for like, because like, again, like our Walmart has actual security, like outsourced security. And then someone comments like, well, we're not allowed to stop it. We can get in trouble. And she's like, then why do you guys, why is Walmart paying for outsourced security if you literally can't do anything? <laughs> right. And it's true. I'm just like, what do you mean you can't stop it? Then what What are you there for? Exactly. Like, is this why they took away holiday pay? <laughs> is this why the cash registers are empty? Because you're paying for them to watch nothing? Yeah. For real. Dude. I don't, I can't remember how long ago it was. But there was one headline about a woman stealing from Walmart, and I literally almost peed myself laughing. (laughs) Like, I can't imagine the feeling. I imagine, like, it was excruciating. Yeah. But just the idea. (laughs) It was in North Carolina. A woman was arrested for shoplifting, and she was running, and the police tackled her. But what they didn't know... (laughs) Was she stuck a roll of cookie dough in her vagina? Oh my and when they god! Her, it exploded. 
exploded inside of her. Oh, no. Yeah. No. You can imagine. <laughs> like, it was excruciating. But holy shit. I mean, that's to... a whole new... That's a whole new meaning to eat me out. Just saying. Like. Oh my god. Why? Oh my god. It'd be cookies and cream. Jesus Christ. Cookies. Stop. Stop. I can't breathe. And where was this at? Greenville, North Carolina. Oh my. Hey. Hey, I'm gonna send you. Hold on, I'm I'm gonna send you the news article so you can see it. You have to look at. You have to look at her mugshot. Hold on one second. Hey guys, Doug and guys, there was (laughs) there was a woman (laughs) at a Greenville, North Carolina, Walmart that was shoplifting. And police tackled her, and when they tackled her, they heard something pop. And here she had a fucking roll uh, of cookie dough. Roll of cookie dough in her vagina, and it popped open. <laughs> cookie dough, a roll of cookie dough. I just yeah. sent you it. You like look at her. You have and to open it that popped message really in quick. her. So she had cookie dough in her vagina, literally. <laughs> so there's a whole new meaning to cookies and cream. <laughs> or eat me out. So <laughs> we're getting stressed over this cookie dough in a vagina. No, okay, well, I was gonna say. <laughs> Like, you are not more stressed than this woman was. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you are not more stressed than this, than this woman was. You have to open the message I just sent you because okay. it shows you her Oh, God. It shows you her mugshot. <laughs> oh, my God. You can oh. see the distress in her face. Is that concerning, Binks? I'm like so over dating apps. Oh, uh, what now? Like this is like a constant thing. I'm so tired of being ghosted. Like I don't oh. know what gives the men like the audacity to just ghost me for two days and then come back like nothing's wrong. Like I'm a grown-ass woman. Yeah. Like I get it, so do you, but at least have the decency to say, "Hey, I'm busy. I'll talk to you some other time." Yeah. Like, if I can show you the same freaking thing, then you, you need to, like, reciprocate here, bro. So, like, the guy that I was talking to, he was like, oh, yeah, totally. We'll we'll go on a date when I get back and all this shit. And I'm like, awesome. And my clothes for the photo shoot came in. So I was like, hey, first date outfit. Perfect. And then the day rolled around and I specifically asked for this day off just for this. Oh, and I heard nothing in 48 hours. Yeah. So I deleted his name out of my phone. So it was just his number. Yeah. Because I don't play. No. You piss me off, your name's gone. You got to earn your, you got to earn it. I will put your name back in my phone when you earn it. Well, he started talking to me again. 
And when he realized that I was not going to give him another day and that like I was being very cold, very standoffish, he realized it wasn't going to happen. And as we were talking, he read the message and then ghosted me again. And I haven't heard from him in like a week. Wow. Yeah. He's being a dick. So I'm just over it. And it's always, I don't know why, but it's always the blue colored. Always the one that work like construction and shit like that. So if you're CEO and you're listening, (laughs) I'm here, baby. Well, so there's like a big, so I'm not trying to like put people down or anything. I'm really not. But like. This is why I say I'm like, listen here, you just gotta find yourself like a nerd or you know, someone that is just really about their job or just something other than That's what I'm saying. getting drunk and doing an okay job. Like, okay, again, I'm not trying a job is a job, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Let me just stress this. Yeah. Um and I'm not talking down like anybody yeah. who's a blue collared worker at all. It's just my experience with yeah. the blue collared workers. They're not serious about finding somebody no. because they would rather work their 12 hours a day and then go drinking on the weekends. And I'm not yeah. like that. And just I don't have time right for that. Yeah, I don't get time for that. I'm 29 years old. That may have been like 20 year old Jess, but I'm 29 now. A lot has happened in nine years. I'm yeah. almost 30. I don't have time to play these games. That's why I'm saying, like, if you're a CEO or somebody who is climbing the ladder, honey, please get a hold of me because I 100% can't pull my weight. Yeah. So the men that I find, like, ridiculously attractive, the ones who are fit, the ones... What the fuck was that? (laughs) That'd be my husband. I don't that know was so doing. loud. <laughs> that was so loud. <laughs> I was having a moment, man. <laughs> you broke my concentration. Um. Anyway, I, like millions of other women, grew up believing that if you don't look a certain way, men aren't going to be interested in you, and then all of a sudden. It's 2022, and there are men who are fit, and they are ridiculously handsome, like could be cover models for GQ or Forbes, and they're interested in girls that look like me. But I still have that mentality from high school and from middle school that if you're overweight, you're a joke. And I remember plenty of times in like high school or middle school where they would play tricks on the big girls like me, where they would write notes and sign it from somebody popular or one of the cool guys and give it to you like, oh, so-and-so likes you and all this kind of stuff. And then it'd just be a big joke and it'd be hurting your feelings. So it's like you've got to – how do you work around that? How do you get past that? How do you trust that when an attractive man who, again, looks like they could be on the cover of GQ, mm-hmm. 
-hmm. says they like you. How do you do it? Like, I don't know. I just, you know, I don't even trust people to begin with. So, I, I'm not even trying to be mean, but I especially don't trust, like, people that look like models. So. I know. Like, that's my biggest thing. They message me or something, and I'm like, no, you're a catfish. Because there's no way someone that looks like you would ever be interested in someone that looks like me. No way. But there are men out there who are. Have you tried going to a bar? Or No. I never have anybody with me. And I'm like, you know, I'm a, we're girls. We can't go by ourselves. Well, we go I'll by go ourselves like somebody's going to fuck us up. 100%. Oh, no, I'll fuck someone else up. That's what, like, Literally. and seriously, like, PSA, if you're going to bars, please don't do it alone. Yeah. Because we know it's not all men, but we don't know which is. So. Yep. Stay safe. Travel in a pack. So, our logo will be changing pretty soon. Or, well, our cover art will be changing mm -hmm. pretty soon because we're finally getting a photo shoot set up for all three of us. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I'm pretty excited. Me too. And then shortly after that, we may have some merch. Yeah, so I can't wait to have... get hoodies made. Oh my god, I love hoodies. I know, me too. <laughs> They're so soft. I am pretty excited though. Like, you know like how I was saying about those um, one guys that I watched, their names are Sam and... Well, actually, okay, I guess I watched two paranormal like channels on youtube one is sam and colby mm -hmm. and the other one is, is mind seed mine so they're really different because like sam and colby they i feel like they more so just go to like haunted like hotels bed and breakfasts or actual like houses like the sally house and stuff like that where mind seed they do go to, like, a few popular places, but mainly, like, they'll go to ones that aren't so famous or uh, actually a lot of, um, like, people actually will reach out to them to see if they can get evidence that their house is haunted, you know? And so they're two different, and I love them both uh, because of how different they are. Because, like I said, Sam and Colby are just going themselves and staying at these places compared to mind seed people reach out to them for them to investigate so they're both paranormal investigators youtubers but they just have different styles or flows whatever you want to call it but anyways i am pretty excited about sam and colby though because um i feel like they definitely have made it big now like big big because they actually just went to the um oh my god what's his name from ghost adventure or fuck. yeah i'm pretty sure it's ghost adventure zach um, yeah well apparently he has a museum out in like gloss yeah they had a tv show yeah i don't know if you knew that or not like other than Ghost Adventures? Yeah, other than Ghost Adventures. Oh, no, I didn't know they that. have um he runs that place, I think, with his mom. And like I've gotta send you the link to the show. It is incredible. Okay. Um it's all about like 
it's almost like what the Warrens did with their house. Mm. It's haunted things. And yeah. people will bring in haunted items that they're trying to get rid of. And he will <laughs> sit down with them. He will listen to their stories. And then he buys the items from him to put in the museum. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that until, like, Sam and Colby. Because they just, like, released their video, like, this past week of them visiting there. That's awesome. Yeah, and I'm like, and they got to do all kinds of stuff that, like, other people haven't been able to do. Wait, his like, last man. name is what? Baggins or Baggus? Yeah. Bag, bag, I'm, I'm Bags. I don't yeah. know. I'm horrible at pronouncing his last name. I always used to think he was so hot, though. Anyways, the one girl there, because I was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm quitting again. And I was like, you know, but I'm getting really tired because I'm like, I just, after so long, I just start again. And she's like, it's okay. She's like, on record, it takes around nine times for people to quit smoking. I'm like, you know what? Uh, this is like my fifth time. So I don't feel so bad now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but were we, what? Were you going to say something? No, I was listening to you. Okay. <laughs> uh, there was like one night that, Doug and one of his friends went to a concert. A few, it, this is like pre-pandemic, by the way. Good old days. It, actually, it was actually a few months before the pandemic started, now that I remember, because it was actually like September or October of 2019. And they the went good old to, days. <laughs> they went to a concert. And uh, at first, like Doug's like, well, I feel bad. He's like, I don't want to just like you know, like, leave you, and I'm like, well, how about you guys still do this, and, like, and I just go to, like, a movie or something like that, he's like, well, I don't want you to go to the movies alone, I'm like, it's okay, I can, I'm totally fine going to a movie alone, so I still got dressed up in everything in a dress, in my heels and everything, and did my hair, just to go out to a movie by myself, I was so. gonna say, that's what we should do, yeah, and a lot of people are just like, oh my god, like, I don't know why, so, like, you know, this is another tangent real quick before we go, like, so, people think just because, like, I'm married that we just cannot do stuff without one another. Like, I don't understand that at all. Like, he has his own friends that he has fun with. And I have my friends and family that I have fun with. You know what I mean? Exactly. And sometimes it's, like, a group thing, like, where we do sometimes do stuff together. Or we'll, you know, hang out with each other's friends. But, and then there's sometimes we literally just go by ourselves. Like, he's going to a concert with his friends in, at the end of this month, actually. And I'm staying behind, like, by myself at the house. And people are like, oh, my God, aren't you going to be scared? I'm like, of what? <laughs> I have a German Shepherd and a freaking pit bull. Of what? What am I getting scared of? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I'm fine. <laughs> and, I'm, and plus, I'm just... I'm a big girl. I can handle myself. Just saying. So, no, I'm not. That scared. does irritate me, though. Like any relationship I've ever entered into, I've always explained to them, like, because I I've had them look at me and be like, "Well, do you mind if I go hang out with this guy?" Like, no, I don't care. Like, let me explain something. Your friends were your friends before at you, and they will be your friends after. Yep. You had prior relationships with these people you've had prior commitments with these people that does not change now that i'm in the picture just like mine don't you want to go hang out you don't need my permission just let me know when you get there so i know you made it safe let me know when you're leaving so i know when to expect you 
go have a good time. Go live your life. I'll be here when you get yeah. back. I just, I just, I really don't get it. Because it's like people just expect you to not have a life. And I don't understand that. Because also, like, if you notice the people or, like, the couple that are up each other's asses all the time are the ones that are constantly fighting. And I'm yeah. like, it's actually healthy to have your own space. They're the ones that share a joint Facebook. Exactly. Um, <laughs> off, off, <laughs> I am my judging. But, oh, also, I mean, yeah, there was all kinds of stuff wrong with my ex-marriage, first of all. Well, one, I shouldn't have even been in it. Did not even get in it for the right reason. But what I will say is I used to be very boy crazy. And I, I, wouldn't, I don't like to say boy crazy. I really don't. It's not that I just had to have a boyfriend. I just didn't want to be lonely. Right. And it's just like I've seen all my other friends like having kids and getting married and like that's what I wanted and then finally after I got the marriage part and I was like yep nope bye um yeah and I didn't even want I swore I was never gonna get married again that was hilarious well you know what I found a really good guy though um you did but you know but the thing is like my my first marriage fucked me up so bad because, I mean, you know how abusive it was and shit. And, yeah. And people did try to warn me. I'm not saying that no one didn't warn me. There's so many warnings. Um, I just, but, you know, it's also, like, wrong with me is that I always give people the benefit of the doubt. And I always, like, try to, like, I'm just too nice is my problem. And I'm like, oh, they'll change. Well, they don't. But anyways, I can remember when I was like, oh, I'm never going to get married again. And I really didn't want to get, like, married again or, like, in a relationship even. But Doug is a really nice guy. And, I mean, I'm glad that I <laughs> married him. See, I always but... say that all the time. Like, I don't want to get married. And honestly, not putting anybody down that does want to get married or believes in the institution yeah. of marriage. I've watched so many relationships fall apart around me <sighs> that it has unlocked a new fear. And not not only that, I mean, if something does go south, I want to just be able to take what I have and walk away and it be just a clean break. No divorce proceedings, no dragging people through the mud, just you go your way, I'll go mine. And I can live the rest of my life like that. But my dad has a constant saying, and I don't know if you've ever heard him say this or not, but I time would go around saying, well, I'm never getting married. I'm never going to have kids. Yeah. And he would tell me in my face, one day you are going to meet a man that is going to change all of that for you. Oh, and it did. And it's it's weird because, like I was saying, like how fucked up my ex-marriage and stuff made me. That it took me, I'm not even kidding you, like me, me and Doug discuss this all the time. Like it's nothing like I'm hiding from it. <laughs> Uh, I mean, Doug's my best friend, so he literally knows everything. But um, it's just like, weird because like I was like married to him for three years before I finally felt like, oh wow, he actually loves me and he's a good guy. And like I already knew this, but it's just like it took three, like I it took me five years of knowing him and three of those years being married for me to finally relax and like fully like 
have my walls down if you trust him. And he knows that. Like, he didn't take offense to it or anything. Like, he knows my past. You know what I mean? Um, but it's just, yeah, it's rough. Well, and it's hard when you've had, like, past abusers be the yeah. ones to tell you they love Yeah. And then you hear it and you're like, okay, well, waiting for the shoe to drop. You love yeah. me, but what else? Yeah. And see, like, that is, like, what's different about Doug. Like, even, like, to this day, like, even just, um, like, yesterday, I think it was, we were, like, driving around. I forget if we were, like, door dashing or what. But we were just driving around. And he was just, like, we were just talking. Because, like, we, we had an argument recently because of, it's, it's just something stupid. It's because he took the passport out of my car and took it in the house. And he didn't tell me beforehand. And here we went out to dinner. And I wanted a, I wanted a margarita, and I didn't have a passport to get a margarita. And of course, we got into an argument from that. <laughs> and but it, it turned into this big conversation because like we don't really have arguments. Like I can honestly say, like we we really don't fight. And, and I think it's because we are very open communication wise. Like we do talk about like if there's something bothering or just anything we, we talk about it. And I think that's the reason why we don't actually have fights other than like stupid shit like that. And compared to other people I know that are literally like <sighs> going through shit. And I, like, I'm not going to mention too much because like, I just don't want them like their feelings getting hurt or, you know what I mean? Like taking offense to me talking about, their personal situation so i'm not gonna go too in depth right but like just other people like they're going through stuff like they're just their significant others not caring a lot about them or i just i don't understand i just really don't understand people do you enjoy dancing while burning calories that you consume throughout the day well you're in luck my name's Stephanie, and I am a dance-to-fit instructor based out of Morgantown, West Virginia. I offer dance fitness classes, which are full-body workouts. Um, I do it three times a month, every other Saturday, and one day during the week, typically 6.15 to 7.30. You can find me on Dance Fitness with Steph on Facebook to keep up on date with all of the events. Each class is $5 a person. Bring your friends and come and dance and have fun with us. We dance to Christian, hip-hop, pop, and even some country. There is something for everyone. We modify dance moves, so whether it's your first time or your hundredth time, your only competition is yourself. Oh my god. Do you hear my cat? I do. <laughs> he is ready for me to go to bed. He literally, he was laying in bed with Doug Emily Marsh in here started, just starts meowing like that for the last five minutes that he's been in here. Mine does the same thing when it's her bedtime. She goes to bed at 11. Oh. And like he's when... still meowing. Just, he's just. I can hear oh, him. God. He is chatting with you. It's yeah. mom. It's bedtime. I know. He wants to go to bed so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a good place to end it. Yeah. Sorry, guys. My, my cat wants me to go to bed. So, <laughs> hey, Ace. Here, say goodbye to the to the listeners. Hey, there you go. <laughs> now, now my chihuahua's going. 
I don't know if you hear him. Probably can't. No, I can hear him. Oh, yep. Well, there's Rock, everyone. <laughs> He's telling me to shut the hell up. Because he was sleeping. God forbid that you disturb his highness. Right. God. You know, well, you know, Rocco, he just runs the house. So. Oh, of course. He's yeah. the big man on campus, even though he's like less than a foot tall. Yep. <laughs> and Lily weighs like a whopping nine pounds. Right. I'm pretty sure that's how much the cat weighs. I've got a lot of editing to do. There's like a good. Mm. God, I don't even know. The first recording was like 40 minutes. The second recording was 70 minutes. And now this one's close to 15 minutes. So I've got a lot of editing to do. There's going to be a lot cut out. <laughs> I'm going to start saving all the cut out stuff <laughs> and just make one episode out of it. Yeah. So if you hear a weird episode, it makes no sense. Just mind your business. Okay. We had some technical difficulties, <laughs> as always. Yeah. Seems like, actually. <laughs> Nothing new. Um, but we will be back next week on Friday, as usual. Yep. Um, I think that's it. All right. Well, good night, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Yep. Bye. Bye. Thank you.